y'all doing today? Hey, it's the first day of the 2016. All right. How y'all doing? Glad you could make it. Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the house. All right. <laughs> New year, huh? New year. Hey, aren't you glad you're with us, huh? <laughs> to say the least. Glad to have you aboard. Glad to have you aboard. We got the boo one in the chat room, and we got guest fifteen eighty six. And I still got my man, my my co-host, Mister Cloud Nation Radio, um, in on the keyboard with me. So hey, we we wait for a good show to start the year off on the right way, the right way, right? Man, we got a couple of um, interesting things we're gonna talk about today. Uh, we got number one. Talking about some of these new laws that's going into effect, going into effect as of today. You know, one of the big ones is, is going on in Texas, man, um, with this um, open carry uh, thing of, of weapons. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that. And the, the thing I want to get into though is what's going on with Bill Cosby, y'all? What's really going on? Why are these folks so so intent on ruining this man's reputation? You know, is it they're they're just trying to ruin his legacy? What is really going on? So we're going to get a little bit into that as well. And whatever else you may come up, you know how to show roll. We start off here, we start off there, and <laughs> no, not, no, no telling where we may end up. But, hey, we're going to have us a good show regardless. Because it's January 1, 2016. Aren't you glad you made it? <laughs> All right, so let's see. How how can you be a part of the show? Well, there's multiple ways you can join us today. Um, the first one is just give me a call, 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericlesstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget our chat room, which is always open, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you because we want to hear from you. Yeah, we want to know what's going on with you, you know, the first day of the new year. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got a, a song of the day for you that I think is a beat. You're going to enjoy it. It's a little different from what I usually play, but hey, it's the beginning of the year. Why not try some new things, right? <laughs> That's right, as long as it's legal now, as long as it's legal, remember that. All right, but before we go any further into the show, let me go on and, and get my co-host in here, because I know he always has something good for me. All right, so let's welcome to the show, y'all, my co-host, Mr. Cloud Nation Radio himself. What's going on, sir? How you doing today? Ah, oh, man, I'm doing fine. Happy New Year's to you and uh, everybody out there uh, listening. All right, back at you. <laughs> back at you. Oh, man, I tell you, I hope you got better weather than I do, because it's cold outside right now, man. I tell you, I'm not used to cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's, uh, it's pretty intense out there that, uh, when, as some people say, the hawk is out there right now, so it's, it's pretty chilly outside. Uh, it's not just the, it's the Hulk and the Minions, man. It's the Hulk and the Minions. It's not just the Hulk. <laughs> oh, That's what I like to say. That's how cold it is. Yeah. But anyway, glad to have your boy there, co-host. 
You know, what you got good for me before we get to the song of the day? Because you always got something good for me, the, the, the feel-good story of the day. So what you got for me? Um, I guess a couple of things is happening. Working in um, my hometown in Chicago on a project that could be uh, very, very uh, progressive, I, I would say, uh, for uh, for rich melanated folk of uh, trying to convert a um, a warehouse to a, a hybrid of of uh, like a center slash um, retail space with residency and, and the and the concept that I pitched is you bring in students, college students, and professionals, skilled professionals. And they do like a residency, so it's like a trade-off. You trade your skill set, your your ability to do carpentry, uh, your ability to do computer coding, and, and, and a variety of different other skill sets. And then we'll bring in young people and elders, you know, people who need those skills, teenagers and so on. And they'll be able to come there and get that skill. And we also trying to partner with some people to also do some homeschooling because we want to create on-demand homeschooling so that people who don't have the resources to do homeschooling, uh, African-centered homeschooling in their household, uh, that they can they can do that, and they can um, have that for people who can't really afford the private school and they don't like their schools. So we want to bring that uh, to households uh, throughout the U.S. So that's those are two projects we're working on right now, uh, real aggressive. Wow. You know what? You, you you got my interest now. You said on-demand homeschooling. You know, that's all right right there. <laughs> so, I mean, when you, when you say on-demand, though, um, aren't you going to have certified teachers, or how is that going to work? Oh, absolutely. Uh, retirees and students working, working together uh, to do this. So it's think of if, if Uber was school, but with, with qualified people with credentials working, actually working, so you get people who don't have, um, they don't have the experience. You get the students, and they can work alongside mentors who are, are senior, who have either are still working and who have extra time, or they've retired, and, and they have decided to, uh, you know, provide that skill set. And so they can this will allow the students to get hands on experience and it will allow the you know, the season the season teachers to continue to, you know, groom and, and work. Um and and we can appreciate their skill set beyond uh, what they've already achieved over the years. So it's it's a good it's a I think it's a great way to to bridge the gap intergenerational, you know, bring all generations together and, and start the goal is really to start building, uh, you know, cohesiveness between and break these communication barriers between generations, and that's because that's real problematic. And if we go move forward, we have to create more things that will engage people, but also help people, and still build relationships at the same time. Hey, I'm with that. That sounds great, man. Um, and so, when when you're looking to get that kick, you know, um, started. Or well, has you, have you already gotten it started? And if so, you know, is there a link or something <laughs> that goes interested? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know me. I'm coming at you. Oh, absolutely. 
we we actually did a pilot. We did a pilot, a small scale version of it. And mm-hmm. and so far we've done it in Baltimore. We've done it in Chicago. I gave you guys the Detroit. So we we did a real small version of it first, just to test mm-hmm. it and right. show people that that it could be done on a small scale. And so now, although we're still doing the small scale version of it, we don't have you know websites because these are just people collectively doing it. We organize offline, you know, using phone conference calls and things of that nature to, in uh, you know, meetings in libraries to really have these types of discussions. All this that really happens offline. I mean, online is just a matter of, you know, people Facebooking each other and stuff like that. But um, the real stuff happens face-to-face or on conference calls. And so on a broader scale, which is what we want to do, um, we're looking at the summer, the summer of 2016, and everything should be in motion. And we will have, you know, websites and all that good stuff. All right. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. I said, I know you are, man, I tell you. I already knew you had something good for me waiting. <laughs> All right, so you say summer of 2016. All right, y'all, that's about five, six months away. So, hey, get ready. It's coming. It's coming. It is coming. We, You know, we we making it happen for you. All right? So, eventually, there's not going to be any, any excuse why we can't do something you know, positive, you know, get some education or something. That's what I'm talking about, Cloud. Good job, man. Good job. Good job. All right. Man, you say Detroit, Chicago, Baltimore? Wow. I mean, that's 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 a good little range of, of places right there. That's and Long stuff, Beach. I forgot, to, I forgot to mention Long Beach, California. Ah, Long, Long Beach, California. And, uh... <sighs> And we definitely want to hit the south too, so we're gonna probably look be looking at your area because um, we got to hit the south hard too. Because you know places like your, where you are in New Orleans, there's a couple of places we definitely want to eventually hit. Uh, we, like I said, we want to do it in every state uh, where we are. We definitely right. want to penetrate those areas hard, um, aggressively because uh, it's a lot of you know it's a lot of resources available to us. And so we want to really take those resources and, um, you know, take it to another level. There's, there's some other things we want to work on, too, but right now that's, that's the focus first. Got to get that, got to execute that plan. All right. That's what I'm talking So before I get to the song of the day, so is, is this a, a, a network of, of, of business people or is this a network that's putting together that- this happen everyone. Well, it's it's basically a network of people who are a combination. It's a combination of professionals, you know, and just residents. People who have all, you know, it, it took time to dialogue and engage with a lot of people to see and weed out like who really wanted to do certain things. And so we started with just having conference calls, and then people had were regional were people that were responsible for certain reasons, like somebody responsible for Baltimore, somebody responsible for Chicago, you know. So the different areas, you had somebody that was responsible for them, and there would be a gathering, a monthly gathering where people would come together in libraries, which every, a lot of people are. If they don't know, you know, you can get free space in libraries to meet up. So you, you have right. these meetings, and they go, 
and your, your weekly meetings are usually conference calls because you know people people work and so on, and so right. it was a combination of we have the conference calls allow us to gauge, engage with each other across re- regions wherever you are together collectively to see what's happening in each other's region and how we can help each other out. So that's that's where the exchange goes on. And then you know everybody goes back and have their meetings locally in their region to take care of stuff. So it's just a whole bunch of, you know, people coming together trying to trying to work together and, and trying to find like people who were already trying to do grassroots stuff in their neighborhoods and their region and, and coming together and figuring out, okay, what what can we do collectively to you know, to address some issues and uh, and two of the issues that come up all the time is education and economics. Those mm-hmm. those two those two issues always hit everything else. Anything else you could talk about, whether it's health, anything else, you always come back to education and economics. And so we say, okay, how how can we do both? How can we do economics and how can we do um, education? And so, you know, I was looking at a couple of things with research, and we all know that how well on-demand has been, you know, the Ubers, the, the Amazons, and so on. It's been real mm-hmm. good. Right. So so we looked at how many people were actually teaching, what type of money people are making in, in education, and even the issues with when you attend college. You know, you have to live somewhere sometimes if you're living out of state. So we said, okay, how how can we take all these resources and pool them together? How can we meet the needs of some people who can't afford? They may be able to go to school, but they might not be able to afford where they live at. How can we get people who have tenured and lost and left the profession or just can't work because people have discriminated because of their their elders now and even although they have a lot to give, people say, Oh no, anyway, you 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 make too much money if we keep you on on uh, salary because you're tenured. So we try to figure out, okay, how do we address all these issues together? And and uh, of course, people talk about legacy and passing skill sets on to people and people dying with their skill and not being able to give it to teach it to anybody before they leave. So we say, okay, we got to be able to figure something out where we can address those, all those issues together. And after the long, a lot of dialogue, you know, we came to that conclusion, man, if we can get a few spaces and, uh, and just really bring all these, these pieces together and, and everybody exchange something, you exchange your skill set for residence, you exchange your skill set for retail space, you know, and then we also have investors, people that are going to be willing to put in money collectively uh, to, you know, to fund that whole process and then profit at the same time. So, so it's so everybody benefits, you know, people who invest benefit from making money, people who benefit from using their skill set continuously. And people benefit from using that skill and actually making money, what we call living wages, because you know, you can you can teach, and a lot of times you're not making what you should make. Right. Okay. All right. Great, man. Great. That's what I'm talking about. So you know, uh, if there's any links or whatever, just go on and place them in the chat room. You know, or you can go on and give them out loud for those that's not in the chat room. You know, so they'd be able to write it down. And look into it as well, 
Because it sounds like it, it sounds like a great thing, and it is definitely something that um, we need in our communities for sure. All right, good job, man. Good job. Going to get a, give is are, is there any link or whatever you can go to and check no, it out? No, no links at the time. We don't have any because <laughs> no 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 website. All this is this this is stuff that's happening offline. We it's not something we put together and, and say let's start a nonprofit or anything. It's just it's just people coming together collectively moving moving stuff forward. The the first thing that will be um, what's the word I'm looking for. Some some concrete thing where we will have a link will be that facility, the space that we're working on that we want to renovate in Chicago. Mm-hmm. That that'll be that'll be um, I guess you could say the flagship space. So okay. where we have a where we have a physical location, and and from that location we're going to go on to do the same thing. We're having a space in Baltimore, have a space in Long Beach, you know. Mm-hmm have a space in Detroit. We want to have spaces all throughout so that we can we can basically do the same thing everywhere. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Cloud. Appreciate it, man. And as always, doing outstanding work, I'm telling you, outstanding work. Um, so if anybody got any questions about what Cloud was talking about, shoot me an email, ericlesstalk at gmail.com, and um, i get in contact with him and, you know, see if we can um, include you in on on this great thing that's going on. All right, that's all right with you, Cloud. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. So that works for me. <laughs> that works for me. All right. So that's the good feel good news of the day, the day right there. You can't beat that, man. I tell you. All right, y'all. Y'all ready for your song of the day? I know y'all are. I got a, a pretty good one. I think. Like I said, it's pretty different. It's not old school, and it's not rap rap. Uh, it's a little jazzy, a little upbeat. Hey, it's the first day of the year. Why not try something new, right? All right, name of the song is Hear My Call, and I'll see y'all in about five minutes. Here's your song of the day.
around you, huh? Did you, was your head nodding a little bit? I know it was. That night they saw me and hear my call. I asked him, yeah, nice jam. And I'm like, all right, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Mr. Talk. And it is January 1, 2016, for the new year. But the same old problems, man, the same old problems. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But we do have some new laws on the books that are going into effect today. And, uh, we're going to get into those uh, here shortly. But first, we want to say welcome, everybody, uh, to the show. And if you want to be a part of the show, you want to talk to me, Mr. Talk, or you want to comment on something we talk about, no problem. There's a few ways you can do that. First, the easiest way is to call me, 347-838-8622. Um, press number one on your keypad. Let me know you want to talk to me or join the conversation. We'd be more than happy to um, bring you in. Um, the other ways you can shoot you email. Talk at gmail.com. That's during the show, after the show, before the show, however. You know, even you, if you want to hear a certain song played for song of the day, you can do that as well. Or ideas for a topic, hey, that that'll go, that that works for me too. Um, I want to do it, man. Just shoot to me. I, I answer you back, I guarantee that. Um, or the chat room that's open at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Mr. Talk. Um, we can have a conversation there as well. Uh, so there's uh, multiple ways for you to participate in the show, and I encourage you to take advantage of all of them if you have to. Hey, <laughs> it's all about you, man. It's all about you. All right. So once again, welcome back to the show. I got my man, my co-host, Cloud Nation. Uh, he's, he's with me today. And uh, just let's get it on, man. Let's get it on. Let's start talking about some things. First, let's get some shots real fast. We got area code 318 and area code eight. Four five on the switchboard. Thank you for joining us. And in the chat room, we got Dubu one in the chat room. Guest one five eight six one six nine five. Thank you for joining us as well. And I want to say um, thank you to those that will be listening later during over the archives. Thank you. I do appreciate your support and you taking the time out of your busy day to stop by and listen to me rant and rave and and laugh and giggle and act stupid sometimes. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's greatly appreciated. All right. Um, so now, let's get on with the get on, man. I think I'm not jaw jacked enough here uh, about not nothing. There's really not nothing. But anyway, so January 1, 2015, we have new laws on the books, man, that's going into effect. Going into effect. And uh, I'm quite, quite interested. Uh, <laughs> really, they really are. And the biggest one is in Texas. You know, everybody thinking Texas, everybody automatically walks around with, with uh, weapons on their hips and, you know, um, AK-47s and 16s will have you slung across your back. Well, that's just further from the case until today. Because there's a new law that says that um, firearm owners can now carry handguns openly openly in public places. That's right. As um, long as you have a license and it's in a holster. Now, it can be a shoulder holster or a holster that you, you wear on your hip. Either way, you know, you can carry it <laughs> openly. And, you know, um, different police departments have made uh, videos, and a lot of them have said they will not um, ask citizens um, if they have a license. Unless, you know, they're doing something they don't have any business. 
and, and I thought about that. I'm like, well, you know, is that really a good idea? I still, I, I know uh, some people say, well, that's harassment if they, they stop everybody and ask them. But yeah, I'd rather be safe than sorry. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you rather know that if they're walking around with a weapon, at least they do have a license to use it? You know, they're just not packing just to be packing. So I want to see how that's going to go. Of course, this is nothing new. There's like 44 other states that have um, similar laws. So I guess we haven't, (laughs) you know, they haven't had a big issue there, though. We'll see how it goes in Texas. You know, the motto is everything is bigger in Texas. So we'll see. We will see, you know. Of course, you know, um, businesses that um, do not want their, um, you know, weapons on their premises, they have to put notices on their doors and on the premises stating that, you know, no, you can't bring your weapon in here. So that's what's going on in Texas. Uh, you know, I, as I mentioned before, I foresee a, quite a few problems right now until they, they work it out. But we'll see. We'll see. I think after the show, I'm going to get in my automobile and ride around and see how many individuals I see taking advantage of the new law. <laughs> no, I won't have one on my hip. You know, I was told a long time ago by an elder, you know, usually when you carry things like that, you, the, the, the common sense seems to go away faster. Yeah, well, you know you, and I, 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 I kind of feel that, you know, you walk around with a weapon on your hip, or you know, and, and you get in an argument, and you're real hard headed. Normally, if you didn't have that weapon, you may walk away. You may, you know, try to talk your way out of it. But you got that weapon on your hip, you may just, hey, I got this weapon. I'm legal. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So we gonna see. We gonna see. <laughs> we gonna see. All right. Anyway. You know, hopefully common sense will prevail. You know, and another thing about this thing, you know, um, the University of Texas actually uh, is contemplating, uh, well, they're not contemplating, they have said that students can carry weapons on, you know, on the university campus. However, they can't carry them in a dorm or classrooms. And there's a big fight going on about that right now. So we're going to see how that works. That, that That's going to be quite interesting as well. All right, let's see. Um, voting. California and Oregon uh, will become the first states that automatically register eligible voters when they obtain or renew their driver's license. All right? So California and Oregon will become the first, the first states. Isn't that interesting? The first states. They automatically register eligible voters when they obtain a, or renew their driver's license. Why hasn't that been going on before? You know, wow, that's interesting. That that really is. Um, you know, there are some critics of measures like everybody else. You know, like everything else, somebody's not going to be for it. And um, <laughs> they said that um, that could lead to voter fraud. And it's part of a plan to register more voters who are likely to be Democrats. They say voters should register voluntarily. Yeah. The only problem is most people don't know, uh, aren't told when a voter registration is going on. So that that can be looked at both ways. So, <laughs> hey, but that's one way to doing it is doing it. 
You know, I honestly think they should do away with all this party system crapola. I really do. You know, it, it shouldn't matter whether you're a Republican or or, or Democrat or or Libertarian or, or Knucklehead, whatever party you want to be a part of. You know, just vote for the person you think gonna do the right thing. But I think um, too many of us get caught up in the titles and. I'm a part of this party. I'm going to be a part of that party. And you just screw everything up. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Um, in Hawaii, um, Hawaii's becoming the first state to raise its minimum age from 18 to 21 years old to buy you cigarettes or e-cigarettes. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting move here. So, no longer can you be will you be eighteen uh, eighteen years old and be able to buy cigarettes or e cigarettes in Hawaii. So let's go to and I think that's a good idea as well. I really do. Um California is joining West Virginia, Mississippi as the only states without a personal belief exemption for parents who do not want to vaccinate their children. Children whose parents refuse to have them immunized against several diseases were not to enroll in public or private school and would instead have to be homeschooled. There is a system of children with serious health problems. Now, see, this one here, I, I, I really have an issue with because you shouldn't. Why are you making people uh, vaccinate? If they don't want to, their children take the shots, don't take the shots. You know, now I know some say, well, I don't want my child going to school. They haven't been vaccinated. Well, you get your child vaccinated, then they should be protected. So what you worried about? <laughs> That's all I'm saying to that. Um, let's see. Also in California, there's a new law that lets female employees allege pay discrimination based on the wages a company pays other employees who do substantially similar work. Under the law, it will be up to employers employers, to prove a man's higher pay is based on factors other than gender. Now, this here, that, that, that little thing right there, man, that's going to cause a whole lot of headaches for a whole lot of people, especially a whole lot of companies. I, I'm telling you, man, can, can you just imagine this? A new law lets female employees allege pay discrimination based on the wages a company pays other employees who do not substantially who do substantially similar work. Under the law, it will be up to employers to prove a man's higher pay is based on factors other than gender. Here we go. <laughs> That's all I would say about that one. Because I know somebody ah yeah. Now I'm leaving that one alone. Okay. Here's another one. Abortion. Physicians in North Carolina will be required to provide the state with ultrasound images of fetuses and data related to abortions performed after the 16th week of pregnancy. For pregnancies terminated after the 20th week, doctors must explain to the State Department of Health and Human Services how continuing the pregnancy would have threatened the life and health of the mother. Of course, some lawmakers who favor abortion rights say the state should not have this medical data. And why would they want this medical data? Why? Why? 
you know, and it's interesting. Abortion has become a big thing, uh, especially those videos surface um, allegedly Planned Parenthood, you know, selling fetuses and things of that nature. So this is going to be another interesting thing to watch, especially the the first few cases that may um, pop up. Make sure I get that out. Um, let's see what else we got. Immigration driver's license. Two more days are allowed who are in the United States illegally to be licensed to drive. Delaware's law took effect Sunday, and Hawaii's will be effect today. Now, <laughs> now, this this here really makes no sense, and I'll tell you, to me, it makes no sense. And here's why: if you are requiring the TSA is starting to require that um, DMVs put microchips in driver's licenses, right? If you're illegal, you're not supposed to be anyway. Why would you be getting a driver's license? Um, you know, with with the the yelling and screaming of terrorism, and, but you're gonna you're gonna go ahead and let people who's here legal illegally get a license to drive? Really? Where's the where's the common sense in that? Hmm. Where is the common sense in that? There is no common sense. And that one right there. So we are gonna see how that's gonna to work too. <laughs> I often wonder how that happened, how to do it, but I guess, I guess. Um, let's see. The last one: pets. Illinois is making it in a misdemeanor to leave pets outside during extreme weather. Missouri is in a crackdown on the state's commercial puppy mills. Is requiring dog breeders to provide more space for the animals and is barring them from using wire strand flooring in dog kennels. Now, I had to look at it and see why I highlighted that, and it, it popped right in my head. You know, they're more worried about um, animals being outside in the cold. What about all our homeless vets that's out there in the cold? Uh, what about them? They're sleeping on cold benches and things of that nature. Nobody's trying to do against whatever. Anyway, so those are some of the new laws that's going to affect um, today, as of today, January 1, 2016. So if you're in any of those states, <laughs> one thing I can say is, hey, do you? <laughs> do you? You know, I'm sure there's others out there that, that's not as prominent that you may want to check up on. You know, go to your, your state's uh, site, whatever that is, and, you know, look for those. All right, I see my, my phone line is getting kind of hot here, so let me get up. some callers on board and see what we got going on. But I'm going to bring, um, let's see, area code 318 aboard and area code 347 into the house. Welcome to the show. How y'all doing Hello. today? Hello. Hi. Hello. Yes, you're talking about the license? Yeah, I was talking about the license. Who am I Lizzie, talking about? Oh, this is Jose. Jose Rimundo. I'm calling. I, 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 I hear your conversation, and I understand. But why could not illegal aliens have the privilege to drive here? We work hard in this country, and we want to get something more. I want to live the American dream as well, my friend. Well, Jose, you know what? That's fine. You know, if, if that's the case, then become legal, and then you can drive anywhere you want to. 
no, 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 my friend. I work hard here. I should be made legal. I should. Well, go hey, it's hard, it's hard to do. Just go in and fill out the paperwork and just wait your ten years. <laughs> no, no. The Statue of Liberty was erected. They said, give us your sick, your ill, your illegal. I'm here 10 years illegal. I don't want to be caught and sent back to my country. I want to be made national citizen. Why not? Well, Jose, honestly, man, uh, if that's what you want to do, do it. But as uh, long as you got, you don't run into me, I ain't got no issues with it. If you want to drive, you know, drive, man. Get your license. Well, I know. That's why I drive with no license, because they will not give me one. So what you come? All right, now you can go and get it. What's the issue? Go to one of the states that allow you to do it. No, they won't give me an unnaturalized individual living in this country. I've been legal, so I will not get a license, so I drive illegally as well. Per se, I drive illegally because I I cannot qualify for a license, so I drive without a license. So how long have you been here illegally, Jose? Oh, 10 years. Well, Jose, then that's a little bit too long. Why? Why? I have children. I have children here. I am an anchor citizen now. Ah, okay. All right. Well, thank you, Jose. Well, I wish you luck, man. Go and get your license. No, I don't need it anymore. You don't need it anymore? Okay. I drive. I drive with no license and no insurance. I'm free to drive till I get caught. Yeah, you caught. <laughs> okay. So I why did you, all right, so so why why did you come here anyway? Since you, you, you just enjoy being an eagle. I came here for, for a better life and, and I started very low. Now I own my own churrito cart and I'm making sufficient money to send to my friends and family in Mexico. And, and and I I think I should be after ten years here I should be automatically considered a citizen. Ah, uh, okay. All right. You. Should. I was hoping Obama came out of office. Yeah. Uh huh. You know. Okay. And Hillary. I vote Hillary. Everybody should vote Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Everybody should vote Hillary Clinton. Okay. Yes. It's she'll make it legal. Okay. She'll make it legal, my friend. We'll be brothers finally. Yeah, well, okay. All right. Thank you, Jose. Let me get to my other thing. I love you. I love your show. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Jose. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's see. Erico 347, are you there? All right. I hear you moving. Are you there, 347? Hello? Hello. Yes. Yes, sir. How you doing? Oh, oh, hi. How are you? Listen, I want to make a comment regarding that dirty Mexican you just called. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, I don't believe in them being naturalized in this in this fine state of ours. I believe all of them should be sent back to their country. A wall shall be erected, and there shall be an erec- a reckoning, my friend, a reckoning. Oh, really? A reckoning? What type of reckoning? Oh, we're going to hunt these suckers down, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, uh, do me, a, do me a favor. Yes. Do me a favor. Don't, do not accept any more calls from Mexicans. I'm so <laughs> angry that he was allowed to voice his opinion. I want to make a, a formal complaint with you as a host. 
Uh, well, you know, uh, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, right? That is true, but they don't have, they're not legal. So they're not even citizens. They're not even human. Well, apparently there's, well, I'm not going to say not human now. I'm not going to go that far. Well, there's well, a couple subpar. states. There's subpar humans. Well, there's a couple of states that are, are allowing them to get licensed now. So somebody thinks um, oh they're doing something right. What the hell? What's, what states? I want to stay away from them. <laughs> well, if you don't know what state it is, then you, you're in the right place. No, a good, thank God. Listen, listen, all I know is here in Texas, Uh we don't allow them. We don't allow them to steer anything because a Mexican is a dirty individual. You understand what I'm saying? All right. My pappy said, said, don't trust a Mexican. (laughs) All right. All right, sir. (laughs) You have my man. You take care. I love you. (laughs) All right. All right, man, I tell you, it is the first of the day of the first year, right? <laughs> of the new year. <laughs> oh, man. Now, that, that is interesting right there. Okay. To each his own, man. To each his own. All right. <laughs> oh, wow. What are the odds, y'all, huh? The first caller is a Mexican, and that was supposedly um, Mexican. Of course, Mexican is not a, a nationality, but, you know, Anyway, and illegal, and the second call is someone who's against illegals. Isn't that coincidence? That, that, that's a heck of a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah. i tell you. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Wow. I guess it's, some things just make you go, hmm. All right, anyway. Bill Cosby. What's going on with Bill Cosby, y'all? Why are why is he under such siege lately? You know, yeah, everything had begun to quiet down, and now apparently he was charged with aggravated sexual assault. And to top it off, making his wife actually testify the sixth of January. Yeah, testify as to his his sexual. Acts. What? What? Is, what in the world? Apparently, um, she's his wife and his um, what they said, his wife and, and manager. So I guess the manager part overrules the wife part. So she's she's being made to uh, testify in a uh, um, in a hearing. There's something wrong with that, huh? Now it, it's amazing. Now. Because this one case that he was charged with, there there was a um, there is a, a uh, what they call it um, 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 statute of limitation. Guess when it ran out? It was supposed to run out this month. That's right, January 2016. It's amazing that they did it December 2015, right? They brought the charges against him. Um, this is just crazy. It's crazy, but if you notice, nobody has said anything about Beverly Johnson, who um, whose aide has come out to say that Beverly Johnson told a flat-up lie about her encounter with Mr. Cosby. But nobody's talking about that. So now they got this this little this, this chick. I ain't gonna call her a chick. This woman, Andrea Constead, who he supposedly uh, drugged and assaulted in 2004. Um, you know, at Temple University. And here's another thing. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let it go, y'all. All right, here it is. You know, it's amazing. All these things have come out against Mr. Cosby, and everybody has gone back and they've, you know, taken away their um, um, temporary degrees and PhDs and all that. But nobody's giving the man his money back, has they? Have they? Huh? I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it right. Give me my money back. You disassociate yourself with me, no problem. Give me my money back. You know, the man is seventy-eight years years old. Why you bother him now? I'm sure there's other individuals out there that have done a whole lot worse than Mr. What, what he's being claimed or doing. You know, I know, Mr. Talk, you can't say that because that is not right. Whatever. You know, he's being charged with a felony, aggravated, indecent assault for allegedly drugging and sexually assaulting a former Temple University employee. Now, you telling me all these women, all these women, right? were drugged, he had sex with them, and none of them knew what was going on? Really? If that man, I tell you, I got some land in Russia, I'll sell you. Dirt cheap, dirt cheap. Man, this is this is crazy. But yet, hey, jumping on, on the wagon, you know, yeah, he's guilty, there's got to be that many, he's guilty. Okay. Maybe, but I don't think everybody was unwilling, as they they pretend to say, as they they're saying. I really don't. Now, <laughs> you know, I, I I had to look at this thing here. Um, this charge they was they say charged him with felony aggravated indecent assault. Now, and he's in Pennsylvania. Okay. Now, in Pennsylvania, indecent assault is an assault that is sexual in nature. Any person who has indecent contact with another or takes indecent liberties with a person without his or her consent is guilty of indecent assault. It is a sex crime. Okay. Um, in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania um, Court State 3126 defines indecent assault as follows. Um, a person is guilty of indecent acts, assault. If the person has indecent contact with one com- the complainant, causes the complainant to have indecent contact with the person or intentionally causes the complainant to come into contact with seminal fluid, urine, or feces for the purpose of arousing sexual desire in the person or the complainant, and, one, the person does so without the complainant's consent, two, the person does so by forcibly compulsion, Three, person does so by threat of forcible compulsion that would persist resistance by a person of reasonable resolution. Four, <laughs> the complainant is unconscious or the person knows that the complainant is unaware that the indecent contact is occurring. Five, the person has substantially impaired the complainant's power to appease or control his or her conduct by administering or employing without the knowledge of the complainant drugs, intoxicants, or other means for the purpose of preventing resistance. The complainant suffers from a mental disability which renders the complainant incapable of consent. Now, all these are actually, you know what, misdemeanors, unless, now here's the, here's, Here's the interesting point. An offense under subsection A-7 is a misdemeanor 
of the first degree unless any of the following apply in which the case is a felony of the third degree. It is a second or subsequent offense. There has been a course of conduct of indecent assault by the person. The indecent assault by the sexual intimate parts of the person. Let's just mumble jumble say he touched her, okay, uh, without her consent. <laughs> so, now, it is a felony of the third degree if it is a second of subsequent offense. Now, here's the catch to this. If the statute of limitations have have gone rolled out on um, uh, the other ones, so how can you uh, um, charge him with a felony on this one? You know, that, that doesn't make sense to me. And I'm just reading what it said. So you you going on, on something that hasn't been proven, he hasn't been charged with, but yet you're going to charge him with a felony. Basically saying, okay, he has a habit of doing this, and he's been No, no. So that's one of those. Um, he's guilty until proven innocent, not you know, to mention that, you know, he he is um, the black man. Hey, I had to say it. Um, yeah. Why are they going after Bill Cosby so hard? Why? You know, and I guess I, I don't mean to sound cruel, but, you know, if it happened when it happened, why did you say something then? Regardless. Why now? Why now? You know, don't you think you would have had a little more if you did it while he was doing um, his shows or what have you? Felicia, it's about the legacy. They're trying to ruin his legacy. You know, there's no truth to it, but it's, it's a legacy. Yeah, he's he's um, said in, in positions that, you know, he's used, uh, he lose. And we all know back in the 70s, we all don't know. Some of us know back in the seventies and eighties, you know, quaaludes were the things. Yeah, to loosen you up, relax a little bit. So you can't tell me that he gave all these individuals quaaludes and they didn't know what was going on. As they say, reputation, reputation alone would have got around about him. So if that's the case, why would you put yourself in that position to be in in, in a room alone with him? Now, I know the argument can go the other way, too. Mr. Cosby, why would you put yourself in that position to where you would uh, admit to doing something like that? Well, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. But it's interesting that uh, you have all these individuals coming out. And, and this one happened, this last one happened, supposedly happened in 2004. And as I should, the statute of limitation was over when? Today? I mean, this this month? So that's why they went ahead and filed it last month. You know, fine. That's that's him. Let him handle his. But to, to bring his wife into it, I think it's really dirty and low down. I really do. That That's just dirty. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Camille, who is his wife, was subpoenaed early. Early says that was brought against her husband by Tamara Green, Teresa 
Louisa Mores, Barbara Bowman, Joanne Tarsis, and Angela Lely. The women who have accused Cosby of sexually assaulting them between 1969 and 1992 said Cosby's statements denying the accusations were false and defamatory. Camille argued that by law, she should have to testify against her spouse and be subject to questions regarding his sexual proclivities. <laughs> All right. She goes on to say she argues that her scene of threats the strong public interest of encouraging the prosecution, the protection, marital communication, and mentions in passing the shame and embarrassment of responding to questions about defense, alleged infidelities, and sexual misconduct. Um, Hennessy wrote, while these are not unimportant considerations, they do not outweigh the potential significance of Miss Cosby's testimony. Miss Miss Cosby's dual role as defendant's wife and business manager rendered it at least plausible that Mrs. Cosby is in possession of information that is relevant to any party's claim or defense and proportional the need of the case. What in the world? Ms. Cosby also argued that her privacy rights would be violated if she testified. You know, uh, it's crazy. There's another... Um, Cosby's attorney's communications with the press announcing the noticing of Ms. Cosby's disposition, even before the deposition with notice was actually served, makes it clear that they intend to publicize every lucid detail of every question they intend to ask Mrs. Cosby. You know, and as I mentioned before, she's scheduled to testify January the 6th, which is next Wednesday. What do y'all think about that? Y'all think Camille should, should have in, be forced to testify in in this whole situation? Y'all think she should? Y'all think she has um, internal knowledge of what actually happened? <laughs> Oh, that that'd be interesting to to hear what she do with the, you know. I don't think she should. As his wife, she shouldn't be forced to. But I, I guess the other title is business manager. That kind of um, gives the judicial system grounds to subpoena her. <laughs> oh, man, it's sad. It's sad. It's so sad. I don't know. I don't know. This is just... Uh. But you know, it is interesting because if statutes of limitations are there uh, for a reason, why why, why can you come even so in defamation? Think Cosby you know, said anything against them until they brought it up against them. I don't think he said they were lying. So, I mean, if that's the case, take him to civil court. How are we playing this out in in, in, in the um, media? And see, and I think that's another thing why the Pennsylvania um, prosecutor went ahead and filed it. I think it had a lot to do with this being played out in the media. Yeah. Because if you notice, it got quiet for a while and you didn't hear anything that's going on. Now, the first of the year, here we go again. 
Same old issue. <laughs> you know, same old issue. Like I said, New Year, same issue. Wow. <laughs> it's just crazy. Just crazy. <sighs> Let me ask my co-host, because sometimes he has a, a better outlook on things than I do. Mr. Clown Nation, are you there, sir? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me what you think about that, man. So what's going on with the coffee? Oh man, with Cosby, it's you know that's one of those things where it's so much information. I would love to know regarding the actual actual case. Now the you know the things that I know, the only things that I actually know that are that are facts so far is I know that his son was killed. Right. I know that. There was a point in his career where he made an attempt to buy one of the largest broadcast stations in the world. Mm-hmm. Now those are the those two things that I, I know. I know, and I oh, and I also know that uh, recently one of the uh, the the women who claimed that made, who was making the allegations was uh, exposed recently. He had he sued her. Uh, for defamation of character. Right. So these are the, these, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm so I'm looking at those things so far as uh, you know what, what has happened. The things the things I know up to this point. You know, I know that a, a lot of people have come up, have made their allegations towards him, and I think since I don't know, you know, what what actually happened, one of my concerns is. While he's going through this process, what's happening to his legacy, you know, what his legacy did produce. You know, you have other people who have, are in the same position as him and who have made equally um, as, you know, similar, you know, mistakes that, that have the same level of uh, magnitude. And you can still watch, the pro- you know, the, the, the things that they were either acting in or the things that they produce, and so because of the quality of the of the body of work uh, that that was produced by Cosme, that right now that's one of my biggest concerns. What is what is happening to you know his body of work? You know his his the you know Different World, Cosby Show, Fat Albert, and so on. Those those are things that those are products, and that's a body of work that. That uh, it's supposed to live on beyond the, the artist, mm-hmm. and it's being, it's pretty much being, it's just like a gag order on those, those bot forms of you know their body of work. So that, that's right now that's one of my concerns because it seems like that body of work is being penalized for his current, you know, the allegations that's being put towards him. Like, like I said, I don't, I still don't know everything that. Regarding the cases that's being presented against him, so I know it's a lot of them, and I haven't got a chance to like really look into each each case. Um, but I am curious, though, of a guy that you know that his 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 stature, who was successful in the age that he was successful, I'm really curious as to how why he was if if he's guilty, why it took so long to get to this point 
in the first place. It just, it just seems, a little, you know, it seems a little curious. Mm. A little, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that. one of those things that if I was Arsenio home, it's one of those things that make you say, hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. Because it, like you said, lately it's been it's been back to back to back and it, it seems like whoever, whoever you know, the, the amount of people that's coming after him, they're pretty aggressive because every time something fails, <laughs> they, they regroup, they strategize, and then they come back. Okay, we got something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then when that was disproved, then they regroup and mm-hmm. they get some try to find out what else they can do. They strategize and they come back. So, so this is their latest comeback, and I, I'm anxious to see you know what's going to come out of this. What what type of information will come of this particular case? Because you know in the beginning, you know you can lock people up and everything, but after they after all the facts start coming coming up, I'm sure I wonder if this is going to be yet another thing that they they can't you know they can't keep hold him accountable, and then if he'll be able to do another defamation of character case against them. If, if I keep seeing trails of defamation of character cases, that starts pointing me into a different direction. The- so far, I've seen yeah. So far, I've seen one. So I can't. I can't jump and say, okay, he's he's whole a hundred percent innocent. I can't. I'm I'm not there yet. I still have to see some other things happen. Well, he's but he's I, found I, he's found at least seven of them. I know, seven of them. Oh, and seven, and I know seven definitely characters. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and um, I know Beverly Johnson, as I mentioned before, assistant came out and said, you know, she straight up lying. <laughs> you know, she she not telling it like it is. <laughs> you know, she not. She said he. How did he put it? He said that him, Beverly Johnson, and her assistant who was telling said they had plenty of conversations about the time she spent with Bill Cosby, and at no time, at no time, did any of that come up. You know. Wow. You know. So and she's one of the ones he's filed suit against. So. You know, I, I think it's quite interesting. I think there's a lot of, of, of wagon jump here. Everybody hop the wagon. Well, I spent some time with them. Let me see. You know what I mean? But, and then, the, you know, they're going to uh, that top woman, feminist lawyer, what's her name? Gloria Allred. You know, mm-hmm. she made her name back in the 70s and 80s. So this is it's interesting. It, it is. And if I'm not mistaken, there's something coming out regarding the the main prosecutor, the behind it, the person that's the main lawyer that's bringing all the women together. Yeah, I, I think that, I think there was some allegations made that she had political aspirations. If, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, right? That's, that's so, her. That's her. Sorry, y'all. That's her. So yeah, so it's yeah, like you said, it's interesting because because one thing about if you have a lot of people. Saying the same same thing about you, right or whether you did it or not, there's a there's going to be a period of time in which, until you prove it innocent, right? we we just going right. to, you know for the for the sake of, for, for the sake of argument, we let's just say he is innocent. Mm-hmm. 
until that's that's finally proven all the way through, you're gonna have some years and years where his character could definitely be, uh, and his brand for that 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 you know can be affected, impacted for a while. Well, I mean, let, let's be honest. You know, for those of us that grew up during the time when he was prominent, you know. So let's let's be honest. He's not that prominent anymore, basically. You know, besides doing a show here and there. You know, when we grew up, where he was on television all the time in the movies. You know, so forth and so on. So you know, you you look at it. He's seventy eight years old now. You know, right. okay. You know, really, what are you looking to get out of this? You know, but to bring to bring Camille in, his wife, really. I think, you know, certain things should, you know, leave his family out of it. If you don't go after me, go after me. But don't 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 bother my family. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I, think, to- I totally agree. Yeah. So now to force her to have to testify, whether she knows anything or not, you know, it's just, you know, just ridiculous and just sad. But hold on. Let me bring um. I think this cuz I'm going to bring in. Let me bring cuz into the conversation. Vernon, this is you, my boy. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize I chimed in, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. I was just sitting there listening, man. <laughs> well, go ahead and chime in now. You here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm kick back and listen. I'm kind of doing a little stuff here. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got my, I got, I got my six year old here. We kind of doing some little video game stuff here, man. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna keep listening. Oh, all right, I got you, man. All <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Cloud. So you know, I, I think this is a very interesting. And Felicia Rashad has come out to say it. You know, for those that know, that was Claire Hustable. Um, she's about to say, you know, they're attacking the legacy. Uh, she don't know why they're after the legacy, but you know, for some reason, they're they're really going hard after him. But like I said, fine, you know. But all these other people are taking all these so-called honorary degrees back, but nobody's giving him his money back. You know what I mean? If we gonna do it, let's do it right. Give me my figures I gave you back, because apparently yeah. I'm gonna shift for my my legal defense. So give me my money back. You know. So 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 in other words, if if you're really making a moral stance, then why are you not fully? Why right. don't? Why not go all the way through with it, right? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, don't do that's my word. Just halfway. You know, you, you want to agree back? No problem. Give me my money back. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, the, the the actions were wrong, but we can't blame the money on the actions. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, you make a moral stand. Give me my money. I'm taking a moral stand too. You want you you want this play play degree? That's all. There's a play play degree. You rescinding all that, so resend me my money. <laughs> but but is right? Isn't that? But isn't that the moral? Isn't that the stance that someone who is who would come up and come go against somebody? And take that moral stance. Isn't that what they would say regarding money? They would say, "Well, you know, money is is always neutral. You know, you can yeah, use right. money for for good. <laughs> it's how you use. It. Yeah, right. It's how you use it. 
you know what? You know, I, I think I'm going to I'm 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 find his attorney's address and send her a note and say, you know, you ought to sue all the universities who done took his money and haven't given his money back. Take them to court, too. Oh, man. I mean, if we're going to play the game, let's play the game right. You know what I mean? Let's play the game right. Right. <laughs> you know? All right. Yeah, let let's see how let's see how moral y'all are in. I ask for my money back. You know that's like like those countries asking the United States for the gold back. <laughs> um, <what's laughs> <up? laughs> Did you give us some gold? I don't think we have that anymore. You know, <laughs> you know, but that's bad. You know, I don't know, man. The, the, the it's not being promising, but I don't think they should have involved Camille. We don't. I, I, I agree. I agree, but you know, like you said, when you when you look at people who have that type of um, those type of aspirations, you know, the prosecutors, you know, the the legal the legal defense, you know, that that whole area of law, you know, people go after you. They don't. They're gonna do it by any means necessary. They don't care. So they'll go after you. Like you said, you. Your family, your kids, your yeah, you, and if you and if you have one, they'll go they'll go after your uh, your, your butler and your um, <laughs> and your and your maid. <laughs> they, they want everybody. They want everybody. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I, like you said, he's seventy eight. So, so in the event that you know he's proven innocent over, over you know down the line continuously he will all this you know this black cloud that's hanging over him will be what he's have to deal with through the duration of the rest of the remainder of his, his life because that's how long he could go you know he could pass away and then we could find out the truth way afterwards that i mean that's what it looks like to be honest with you like it's gonna it might be that type of scenario okay yeah yeah you may have a point there. You you may have a point there. I hope you know. not, but that's 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 the road. It seems like we're going down. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. You know, I, man, I don't know. Uh, you know, and it just makes you wonder. You know how how you know. Just think now. Let, let's really look at this thing. You know, let's let's put it in a ph- philosophical. Um, um, Ram here. If somebody with as much money and as much notoriety, as quote unquote power as the cause has, and they can go after him so hard and so ruthlessly, family and all, it doesn't what they do beside you. You know? That, that's a scary thought. That's a very scary thought. Yeah, exactly. And I'm. It's, it's like you said. The, it's, there's so many things about this case that, that makes it, you know, interesting because you have a guy, a guy like Cosby, and because like, let's just say he's he's rich melanated. So because of that, that's what makes it. it I think that's what makes it harder to believe that it would take so long to bring. Somebody like that down, you know. I don't. I it it, it seems real hard to believe because I know you know some people make money and and they can, you know, 
beat a lot of different things. But uh, when I look at Cosby and some of the things he had to overcome, you know, socially, just the the, the social landscape of his livelihood, it's amazing that he's able to, to, to if he had if he, if he actually did what they said he done he's done you know if he did that his ability to do that is I, I'm curious I want to know how is he able to do that I'm I'm just you know and some people might say you know if he's guilty it, it doesn't matter how he he did it I would be curious though because it just seems like it just seems like so somebody like him who people would. <laughs> Would 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 you know be would yeah. love to 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 bring down and be able to use him as an example? It just mm-hmm. seems harder to believe that it would take such a long period of time, yeah, right? You know, to 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 bring to bring him down because I mean it's not like he's the Vatican, <laughs> you know, where he has a whole system in place <laughs> to protect him. Right. That's a, that's a total. That's a totally different. Machine that you're fighting against. You're fighting against a a core, a, a, a large conglomerate of 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 resources. Not one, not one individual who made money off of a variety of different entertainment products and, and commodities, but uh, somebody that has a machine. Last time I checked, Cosby doesn't have a machine. I, and I don't know, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm too young to know, but I don't remember a time when Cosby had a, actually had a machine. Protecting him, maybe he 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 had his his you know everybody has a, a process to make their money, but to protect him, I just you know I just don't see that. I mean, I feel like if if, if Barack Obama does something within the next while he's in his term, I think he will be convicted faster than we could blink our eyes. And he's the president. <laughs> and I, I could be wrong, but. I think he. I think. Wrong. I think somebody would shut him down real quick. You're not wrong. They were going, right. Yeah. You. You. You got it right. You got it right. And that's the president. Right. Yeah. So, I just. I'm really. I'm really struggling with. Find. You know. Really finding. Figuring out how. How we get to this point now. You know. Rape is. That's a serious. Serious offense. Uh, that's a. That's a serious crime. So. You know, if if a person has committed those types of crimes, you know that's that's definitely not somebody you can back. Right. I think the, the challenge the challenge with this particular individual is because of the trail that we're looking at. Like you said, you're looking at a trail of people who keep getting who keep being exposed for defaming his character. That's mm-hmm. what's making it hard. It's like, yeah, you got a lot of people that came out against him. But I mean, if you look at if you put yourself in, let's just put ourselves in in his shoes for a second, and let's say and let's make ourselves famous just for the for the sake of discussion. You know about how many people that you've encountered in your own life who could easily just say, who could just make something up and say, yeah, you know, I know so and so when I was with them. This happened. Now you all you have is your word and their word. That's right. And then now you have to now you have to look at those time stamps, the, the period, who you were with. You have to place yourself where where were you at these different times? And if you t- and if you're talking about occasions where it was just the two of you and nobody like, where you can call up and say, hey, were you <laughs> were you in the room when we were together? Type of 
I mean, that, that somebody can create, a, you know, a gray cloud, a dark cloud over your life is in the same way. That's right. You know, okay, y'all. I know somebody say, well, you know, he already admitted to using quaaludes. Yeah, he said he used them at times, but he said that he didn't use them without their consent either. You know, and, and that's like I go back to saying, you know, back in the time, 69 to 92, you know, every, you know, basically, I, um, I ain't going to tell on certain people, but, you know, quaalude usage was the thing to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it supposedly relaxed you, and you know, so I, I can't say that. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to it, say. It, it, it's common. Kind of, it was common. It kind of goes back to to what you were saying. If you have a reputation of, of doing certain things, I hear that reputation, and you know, in the industry, such as. Uh, Hollywood, what have you? You know, there's always rumors and innuendos going on. Why would I put myself in that situation to be alone with someone I know that may try and, you know, take advantage of me? Really? You know, that's that's along the line of uh, Monica Lewinsky and the and the dress. You know, why you keep a dress for four years with a cum stain on it? You know, what? Is, you see my point? Right. There's definitely a plan behind it. Right. There's something behind this. And I'm not going to say something. There's someone behind this. I don't know who caused them pissed off, uh, you know, but I, I really think there's more to this than, than what we know, than probably than what we will ever know. You know, I, you, you know well, it was 50. I think it's about the 47, 43, 42, 43. You know, I, I don't think he, all those women... He took advantage of them by his, you know, without them knowing. <laughs> I just can't see it. So why? So what if? And we, we, we are, again, we're doing this. We're we're talking about <laughs> fig, figuratively, figuratively, right, right, right. You, you know, this we this we just you know. So, in the event that they they actually find enough evidence to back, let's say, let's say. One person. See, I knew you were going to go there. I knew you were about to go there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me let me myself. Let me clarify myself. Okay. Now, if he he did one person, yes, he was wrong. Okay, he was wrong. If he had, you know, if he drew her and had his way with her, she had no idea. He, he was wrong. All right. He was completely wrong. All right. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was wrong. But then again, they were wrong too because I don't care who it is. If if you violated me like that, you know, and men, if you ever had a colonoscopy, you know how, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You feel a certain way about it. And you, you, you got, you know what I mean? You feel a certain way. And you got to about it. So, I, I mean, that's the way how I'm feeling about it. You know, but the way you. 30 years, 40 years, and then they jump on a bag wagon. One person come out, then all of a sudden you got this one, you got this one, got this one, got this one. Got this one that looks more like jumping on a bag wagon, and then y'all being represented by the same attorney. No, 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 no. That's not right. <laughs> you know, that's not right. 
And the only reason why he was charged on this one was because, as I mentioned before, the the, the um, statute of limitation ran out this month, this year. So that's why they had to charge him in December. Imagine that. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's coincidence. Isn't that convenient? That's that's a good legal word. <laughs> 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 play 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 to your strength. Figure out, and that, and that is and that's and that is part of the game of law. Figuring out, taking different calculated moves to to do as much as possible to push. Uh, push the the perception in your favor. I mean, that's really what it is. You you it, it's not even a, the law. It's not even about what's right or wrong. It it's about <laughs> what per, what what perception will the people who decide right or wrong, whether it's the judge or a jury, whatever, the, however it's is 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 designed. What, what perception can you create? Honestly, you, honestly, I don't think I feel that. Want a, a, a trial jury? I know because I don't think we have it in the United States of America. They they, they won't conv- he he wouldn't be convicted. He wouldn't be. I don't think so. Hmm. Now, I think also if you look at the trend of when individuals come after stars such as the cause. You know, a lot of them go ahead and settle out of court for, you know, just to make it go away. Not, mm-hmm. not to admit they're guilty or innocent, just go away. I'm out of dealing with right. it. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, and I think that that's interesting as well because in this case, you're not hearing any of that coming to his attorney. She doesn't come out and say, no, we're not selling nothing. <laughs> you know, there's no plea deals, no, no, we not, we not doing that. So, uh, oh, it, it, uh, like you say, it, we've said it, it, it makes for some very interesting um, thought process conversation, and uh, I don't know, I, I, I would love to really know the back, back, back story to this whole yeah. thing because there is one somewhere. There's one. So, and are, are the are the transcripts available from from his? He, cause he he's had depositions and things in that next year, right? Right. Well, I don't think it was this year. I don't think he's done any depositions. He's done definitely I think a few years back. I'm sure we can go in there and find them. I, I, in fact, I think I do that this weekend. Um, but yeah, and I think in that disposition is where he he actually admitted, yeah. You know, I use some quaaludes or whatever to relax them or whatever. Oh, okay. You know, they come in, you know, reading, maybe a little nervous here. You know, take this, this will relax you a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm interested in seeing, you know, reading over some of the trans, some of the deposition and seeing, See some of the things that uh, transpired, you know, then and and like you said, I would, I would, it would be wonderful to have access to the to both attorneys, you know, and to to talk to those two because that would, I'm, you know, even if you just hear some of the the information that they put out there, 
whether it's public information that they put out so far regarding the case. Because I'm I'm really curious of um, why why the strategy is what it is so far. Right, right. And and like you said, what's what's the I want to know what the big picture is because there's a big picture. There, there's some there's something that they're trying to do with this case, and, and whoever the people that's putting pressure on him, there's definitely a big picture that's intended for this, for this particular case. And like you said, he I don't know if he made one person upset, a group of people upset, or if or if he just you know messed with the wrong people and they and they decided to. You know, press start, get them when they could get them or something. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Uh, uh, he pissed some folk off. I think he pissed a whole <laughs> group of people off. I really do because, you know, it was uh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. If you type in uh, Bill Cosby, this Him not to answer, except in the context of tea. 
whoever it is. And you keep violating my justice. We don't want to go to court. Every time you ask about relationships with other women whom he may have had considering relationships, I'm going to stop it. Okay, the uh, prosecutor said, that's fine. You certainly can. I understand your objection. There's no other need for you to say, say except objection. Okay. So then she went on to ask him, and you can tell him not to answer. That's fine. But the mere fact that you have made an objection, and then I continue to ask a question, which I believe is pertinent and relevant, and will lead you to the discovery of relevant, and will lead to the discovery of relevant information, is not violative of your objection because your objection is not anything but an objection. Okay, they play in whatever. So <laughs> then she asked the question. Now let's get back to my question. And certainly your counsel, if he chooses to instruct you not to answer, he will do that. But I would need to ask these questions, and I need to understand, and the jury needs to understand. Are you saying that you never gave the credit loose to any other female but T? Okay, of course, his attorney told him don't answer the question. Um, question again, earlier, I believe you testified that you had given the credit loose to other women. Is that correct? His attorney told him not to answer. So... Yeah, and it just goes on and on like that. <laughs> it just goes on and on. Here's another question. You would agree with me that if you got eat seven prescriptions for Quaaludes, you could feel you could still keep those Quaaludes for a number of years. Yes. Okay, that's nothing. I mean, everybody do that. Question, and do you know how long after you stopped getting the prescription, you still had the Quaaludes in your possession? Okay, his attorney said, you're talking about the 1970s. And the uh, female attorney said, I'm talking about the Quaaludes. So, you know, they're playing a the game with each other right now. Um, yeah. Like I say, <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's 66 pages. So, like I say, download it, read it, and we'll talk some more about it Monday. But there it is right there. <laughs> so he had a quite a few yes answers, but apparently what he's saying there was only one woman, whoever T was. He just kept, you know, they wouldn't just spell out her whole name. Um, you know, and I'm I'm just scrolling down the page, and it's it's more infighting between the attorneys than it is him answering really answering questions. You know, of course you would expect that. Um. Here's an interesting question. Have you, ever, have you obtained drugs, any type of drug that would have the same type of effect as Quaaludes from any source since the time you got the Quaaludes to the time that you no longer had an association with our client? Okay. Uh, yeah, his attorney told him, don't answer again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, it, it, like I say, it's a whole lot. Statement to police of Rule 415 witness. Okay. Defendant was questioned about Rule 415 witness statement in which she stated that at age 19, she met defendant who had sex with her after giving her quaaludes. Her statement was ambiguous about whether or not they continued to see each other or simply met again two years again two years later. Defense counsel repeatedly interjected himself into the testimony, giving his version of the incident and once again denying the applicability of Rule 30C to the proceedings. All right. So it's a, it's a lot to this thing, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's a whole lot you know, to it. Huh? What I would like to one of the things I would be I'm curious uh, is after the alleged incident from from uh-huh. each each person, I wonder what's the percentage of people, individuals who you know made their allegations, uh-huh. spent time spent time with Cosby after. The, the period in which they may have they stated that you know yeah, that's I, a good point. That's a good point. That, I mean, that would start to that would also you know say some say a few things because you know I, I don't know and maybe it's just me, but I just don't I just can't imagine a person wanting to remain around a person who violated them. You know, and you know, like you know the, when I, when I was reading over skimming on that real fast, I noticed the things age nineteen, nineteen. All right, let's be honest, nineteen. He, he, he well, I, I'm gonna speak for myself. Nineteen, you know, you tried a whole lot of stuff in that night, the age of nineteen. You know, you really did, to be honest with you. Um, so you know. <laughs> What may have been consensual then, in today's in today's um, hypersensitive world, is no longer such so consensual. Um, if you know what I mean, what is all that noise? You know what I mean? That is not consensual. So I, I think what you have is the tale of two errors going on here. Mm. Think about it now. You talking about the sixty sixty nine to seventy two? Okay. Well, you know, everybody know from 69 to what, the late 80s was six, 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 six. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was just going to put it out there. All right. So now here we are, 2005 to 2016, and everything, everybody's politically correct, hypersensitive. If you look at somebody the wrong way, you, you insulting them or you bullying them. You know, so I think what's what's going on is basically today's standard are are being applied to um uh, yesterday's way of living. I know that sounds crazy, but if you think about what I'm saying, it makes a little bit of sense. And I think that that's where that's where we having the issues at. It's just like I said, it's just the way I'm thinking on this thing right now with the cause and that. I mean, because you said the girl was 19 years old. So I don't know how old Bill Cosby was, but, you know, I ain't going to lie. If I was 19 and, and in a room with Pam Grill back in the day, she could give me anything. I would have took it. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I would have took it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know, so, uh, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, man. And I think I think that's the issue that's going on. You got today's hypersensitive, super super uh, uh, sensitive, politically correct people trying to apply stuff back to an era where there was no, you know, everybody was free to do what you wanted to do. You know, to come back 30, 40 years later and say, well, yeah, he molested me or he raped me. I mean, don't get me wrong. Let me let me clean this up because, see, I already know. I hear it. I'm not saying if he raped one of them girls, he was wrong, okay? Let me go on and put that out there. 
All right, but it was if it was consensual back then, and and we trying to try it in today's um, society, he may not be wrong. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh Lord! But if he actually did take advantage and rape one of them girls, then yes, he's wrong. He's wrong. But you know, it's all this all just. <sighs> Discussion and and you know makes you wonder, just makes you wonder. But um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go and read the deposition myself this weekend, and I think we'll touch on this a little bit again Monday. It should be interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it should be. I, I mean, hopefully the deposition will put a little light on it. You know, I'm curious about who was Tito, because they wouldn't say her name. Everybody else was were, was considered Jane Doe's. And this deposition was done in 2005. Yeah, 2005. So who was T? That's interesting in itself. Let me see. Uh, See, there's, let's see. That's just, hmm. there's a Tamara Green, Teresa Sergnese. Okay, that's just those. I'm going to have to go back and look at all 50 names and, and 43 and see who the T's are. Interesting, mm. though. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Hold on. Let me bring this other call in real fast. See what we got going on here. Okay, Eric Cole, 440. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Happy New Year, my friend. My name is James, and I wanted to kind of touch on the Bill Cosby trial because you guys were talking about it. Yes, it's so easy to attack somebody. It's so easy to go out with an accusation against someone and just prove your point that way. But Mm -hmm. I I, I think it needs to be deterred in a little – it needs to be deterred, meaning that if you come out on an accusation on somebody, you you have no legal – consequences if you're false about that right so you right. can go out you can it's it's called slander and that that is it's called slander so say you have a girlfriend you have a wife you you met out with a girl and they say oh well he forcefully made out with me or whatever he forcefully had sex with me there needs to be a repercussion that needs to be it, it needs to happen. There needs to be a repercussion for putting out false accusations on somebody. So it needs to be – it needs to happen where there is a criminal penalty if you go out and you use a false accus- accusation on somebody and you are found – the defendant is legally found not guilty. That person that made the the accusation – on somebody needs to be criminally indicted and prosecuted because otherwise there's just attack, attack, attack. But if somebody was actually criminally indicted for a false accusation, I'd see, I believe you'd see far less accusation on people, far less. So it needs to – there needs to be criminal indictment of people that come up with accusations that are proven – wrong in the court of law there needs to be 
it, it should be a penalty if you come up with a false accusation, and that will make people think twice before they come up with fabrications trying to assault somebody's name, their livelihood, or what they work for. So that is my comment. Uh, thank you, James. And you know what? You 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 make a very very valid point. Uh, you know, and you know that that's the interesting thing about our so-called judicial system. I can't even say it right now. Um, judicial. <laughs> yeah. You're guilty <laughs> until proven innocent. It's right. Cool. Right. Right. And to actually prove. One have you take so lot more work than he is to for them just to stand up and say, hey, and you know he stole my dog and da 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 da. So yeah, you're absolutely correct. And I think if the court and the courts are, are so backed up and you know they don't enforce it. If they were to enforce it more, I, I agree with you 100. percent You wouldn't have as many frivolous cases that we and you know like we do now as we do now. I mean, it happened to me. I'll, I'll... Thank you for not muting me again. I mean, it's the new year. Happy new year to everybody, by the way. It happened to me. I was at a bar. I was at a bar, and my ex-girlfriend was the bartender there. Mm -hmm. And I was just ordering a drink, and I I had no idea she worked with This is – I'm 25 years old. She was my girlfriend when I was 15, and Mm -hmm. I broke up with her because she was pushing – she wanted – all right. I'm just going to be straight up honest with you. She wanted to have sex with me at 15 years old. And I, I said, no, I'm saving myself for marriage. And so that stuck with her. This, is, this, was, this was eight years later, okay? Mm-hmm. Eight years later. She's the bartender, but she remembered that. So I'm sitting there drinking a beer, watching. I'm, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm watching the Browns game, watching Manziel do his little thing. And she remembered me. I didn't notice her at all because I did not I, I didn't even recognize her. She got sad. But mm. <laughs> that's a different story. Okay. But I didn't recognize her, so I I said, Hey, can I have another beer? And I tipped her a dollar. But it's a simple thing. I mean twenty percent of what your beer was. I tipped her a dollar on a three dollar beer. Mm-hmm. So she she got mad at me. I still had no idea who this girl was. So she called the Westlake Police Department, and the <laughs> she called the Westlake Police Department, and they tried to detain me. And I told the Westlake police officers, "I go, listen, this girl's giving a false accusation of what I'm doing, and tell her if she continues to press charges, I'm going to." indict her on filing a false police report, which is a degree one misdemeanor up to $150 in jail, guess what? She dropped that immediately. And I think (laughs) that's what people have to understand, that if you're accused of something that you did not do, accuse them of – you have to put a legal document out there and file a report on them that are accusing you for doing something that's not illegal. You, you, you have to – people are so quick to just – I'm calling the police. I'm calling the police. I'm yeah. I'm filing an injunction. I'm filing all this stuff at you. But you have to fight fire with fire. If you just sit there and take it, well, then it's going to happen. And I, I've seen many people that are just 
ridden with fines and tickets that stuff they didn't even do. They're just minding their own business. So I don't know. I kind of went on a rant there. I'm sorry. I, I'm just no, sick of it. It's, yeah, I mean, you 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 make some very valid points, James, and I agree with you. I I, I really do, and I think that is the um the direction that Mr. Cosby's um attorney, female attorney, is now beginning to take. You know, you know, they are beginning to file um, suits against those individuals. You know that that, that have come up against them. I mean, you so, have to you know. talk about Bill Cosby. How many women out there probably have daddy issues that look at Bill Cosby like their dad? And, I mean, if you're Bill Cosby and you have multiple women coming up to you and making advances on you, I mean, a man can only take so much. You know how it is. I mean, I just think the guy has – he's not guilty. I don't care. And if he goes to jail, I'm going to be pretty pissed because – <laughs> and like you said, like you said, uh, every single person that is coming against Bill Cosby that is making false accusations should be indicted on criminal charges. And if I was Bill Cosby's lawyer, I would witness, and I'm sure he's going to give a chance or she. I don't know if Bill Cosby's lawyer is a man or a female because – I walked. I watched yeah. a man and a female walk him into the police center to set his bail. Yeah. If I was their attorneys, I would walk. Not not walk. I would sit each and every one of those witnesses down and say, if you go through with this and you are not found guilty, if Bill Cosby is not found guilty, well then we're coming after you with. All sorts of false accusations, raising false alarms, and that'll put some fear in their hearts. So if they are lying, just bring it out of them. That's all you have to do. With somebody that lies, you tell them the truth, and you put a fire in their heart. The truth comes out, and they walk away. I agree. I agree 100%. <laughs> I think, as I mentioned before, I think that that is exactly what um, his attorney is is, is um, doing. You know, because I think he's filed um, last time I checked seven seven lawsuits against seven other women. You know, for defamation of character. So, um, and I'm sure there there'll be more coming. I think right now he's concerned about. Well, he's really probably not concerned, but. You know, they did, you know, charge him with this indecent sexual, whatever they called it, I forgot. But anyway, you know, so we'll we have to see. It'll be interesting for sure. But hold on, James. You know, I got I'm, I'm sorry. I went, I, listen, I'm Caucasian American. I'm white. I work for a minority company. But I'm pissed off. You don't just – I'm kind of pissed off at this. I don't get angry very often, but I'm mad at what they're doing to Bill Cosby. I'm I'm just I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, no. I can say it. Yeah, you 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 said that right. That's you say it. Um, you know, as as me and Cloud was talking, my co-host, you know, we we it's more to this story. It's a backstory somewhere. You know, whether it ever come out, I don't know. But um, I think. You know his attorneys now are beginning to say, okay, as as you just stated very eloquently, uh, you know enough of this bullcrap. 
you know, if you're going to say this is me, we we going to um, um, put it in the courts on you as well. And let's see exactly. who comes up what. You know. It's exactly what I did at that bar with my old girlfriend that I didn't even recognize because she was blown up. Right. It. But mm-hmm. it, it, you, I talked to that officer. I said, I talked to that officer. I said, you know what? Tell this lady I'm going to press charges on making false alarms. And then, boom, backed off right away. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But hold on, James. I got another call I need to bring in. But thank you, man. That That's some very good stuff there. Very good stuff. All right. Uh, Renee, welcome to the show. Happy New Year's to you. How you doing? Happy New Year, Mr. Paul. I'm All doing right. great. <laughs> stuff in my face. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize it was on. Yeah. And um, I just thought, I said, oh, well, let me see if I can call before, you know, the show cut off or whatever. But um, so I literally just heard y'all say just like maybe, what, a minute or two about Bill Cosby. That's what I all I heard as far as so I apologize. Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about today, Bill Cosby. So I know you got something. Oh, you, yeah. So what do you think about the oh, situation? Yeah. Um. I think that he got, um, he had to get his, you still are in. And let him know what, where his position is. From what I understand, he was trying to create a network um, or some, buy up so many shares of NBC or something to that nature. Mm-hmm. Um is what I have heard, I guess, and doing something that would be productive for the black community um, with his network and what he wanted to do. So I don't know the whole whole backstory on that, but I would I would believe to an extent that that's probably true because for allegations that are over thirty years old, some of them to just pop up all of a sudden and then for this particular incident, I guess it was in 2004 or five or whatever with this woman from Temple University, um, the, the story is just ridiculous. You know, he offered her some pills he told her were herbal. She hmm. chose to take them. She went to a married elderly man's home by himself, his wife isn't there. She's coming there for what? Mm. I guess they're drinking or whatever. He's offering her pills. Oh, yeah, I'll take the pills. Who does that? <laughs> and and then she was paid off. That was the same woman does that. You said what? Uh, a sane woman does not just take a pill like that. No, 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 no. And then she That's believed. Wrong. She was in and out. She believes he fondled her breast. <laughs> she believes. Yeah. You know, that, that that reminds me of that, that case of that guy in Denver where the, the woman dreamed that he raped her. He ended up spending, what, 44 years in prison? And I tell you, we just saw something. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. It's just, you know, this is all a setup. Um, it's a woman who came out with a story. Um, 
she was really upset about it because she was a a model and she claims that she was offered $15,000 to try to set him up or entrap him or whatever. It's it's on a site called Free Your Mind. Y'all can probably look that up. But she goes into detail about it. Um, And she says she came out about it because she realized they're trying to tear a black man down. They're trying to, yeah, railroad him. Um, Mm -hmm. And and then the chick from the one show, Lena Dunham or whatever, that show Girls, um, Mm -hmm. that comes on HBO. Now, Mm -hmm. she molested her little sister. Mm. This heifer, and she made fake fake rape allegations. She's some lesbian or whatever she is. Anyway, and she she put out a tweet or whatever I was seeing this morning um, that she hopes that if there's a hell, Bill Cosby goes there and um, all of this kind of what? Yeah, what? <laughs> What happened to innocent until proven guilty? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, Renee, you know I'm not even you know the answer to that one. I know. I know. <laughs> it don't apply. Yeah. Not at, all. not at all. All right, stay tight. Let me bring um this for one in here real fast. All right, triple one, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello. 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 Yo, you can't hear me. Okay, great. Um, you know, this uh, Bill Cosby topic is obviously going to take up a lot of attention. It's going to get a lot of attention in the upcoming new year. And I'm sure that for a lot of us uh, black people that it's, uh, it's going to be a critical issue with regard to, uh, yeah, I guess, what we look at toward seeking some manner of ideal. But uh, in the coming year, well, let's just say it's, I think it's about time we put the Task the idea of dealing with the issue of what's necessary for us as a people to come together. And one of those topics, and let's just say we're going to start hearing a lot more about it, I believe, in the next upcoming year, is the fact that uh, how many of us realized that before Europeanization came in, there was a black man who galvanized our people, I mean, across the entirety of a uh, large portion of Afro-Asia, Upper Africa through what a lot of people call the Fertile Crescent, Crescent area, all that. And he managed to get our people to function together as one. There's a lot of prophecy a lot of us don't know about because the hole in our history. Um, well, a lot of us are not even considering those principles whereby we might, uh, well, according to prophecy, we're going to be regathered again. We need to ask the question, why have we not spoken concerning it? Uh, let's just say that's one of the things that I'm pushing forward to uh, make sure a lot more is known about in this upcoming year. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I think about it. Hellenization has done a lot toward making sure that we are not aware of that time slot in our history. And I find it amazing that there are so many of us who claim, you know, be leaders among black people that are not even beginning to, let alone consider, fathom uh, what was necessary that that was brought to bear before, even as an expectation of our people. So I think it's about that time we understand it again. Hmm. Oh, okay. That's, that's, 
That's kind of deep there. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's deep there. Okay. You know, and that's interesting, though, because I've made, you know, I'm not one for resolutions as far as the new year, but I have made that one of my, my main things is to read more and, and research more, even more than what I do now, which, oh, Lord. But, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> Expand my knowledge base, basically. So, yeah. That, that's some good stuff there. You know, that that really is. And who am I speaking with? I'm sorry. Uh, my name is Eddie Mian. I also have a show on Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to be talking about that issue. Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely yeah. going to be talking about that issue because it's about that time. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can call all it quite a few times. All I can say to you real quickly is simply this. There's a lot of prophecy that's said in advance that it would be, uh, let's just say, lost from our minds without being considered for a very long time. Quite frankly, African nations and Afro-Asian nations could not have been conquered unless Rome and Greece did everything they could to, let's just say, uh, silence it from our minds. A lot of folks talking about three centuries of persecution and murder. A lot of it was because a lot of us knew this, and they had to squash it from the minds. But prophecy as much as 4,000 years ago said that would occur. So let's just say I think it's late in the day. It's time for us to realize what all is going on. There's a lot of things going on around us that uh, people in places of power are not speaking about. That if we look around us, we see it's all happening now. Wow. Uh, it realizes very late. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just brought it all back in, in one big circle real fast and easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, I'm sitting here writing notes, and then it hit me. I'm like, wow, I got it. I got it. All right, Ed. So yeah. All right. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. And you know, I, you know I, that that's some good stuff. That's that's some deep stuff. I man, no need any more to say on that one. <laughs> you you cleared it up right there. You cleared it up. Thanks. All right. Um, I have to you know what he told me just recently. Yeah, from this time forward, <laughs> a lot of people uh, moving to accelerating the storm that's now. I'm sorry. Uh, I, you, I, I could just. Have- say that uh, a couple of weeks ago, in fact, I've known about a lot of this for a long time, but I got mm-hmm. the ratification about two weeks ago in, uh, in a morning dream that from this time, the Creator is going to start doing what he can to make sure that we understand what's been forgotten. So I say it's about that time. 24 hours interest. Okay. <laughs> wow. I, I really, it's been the last... Thirteen hours. So, woo, huh? Yeah, go ahead, Renee. Oh, I was just gonna say, um, I heard what the brother was saying when he first um, called, um, mm-hmm. which basically, you know, the Bill Cosby issue is a deflection. It's a deflection tactic um, from a lot of other things that are going on um, that we really need to be paying attention to. Um, we know Tamir Rice. Um, that case was thrown out, um, and the fact that they blame the um, 12-year-old boy who is dead, um, they blame him for his own death. Um, There's no responsibility um, on account of the police um, having to be, them being supposedly professional, trained, knowledgeable, um, 
that that's what their job is. That's what they're paid to do is handle uh, very tough situations. And the fact that the video is there, you know, they pull up, I think it's less than two or three seconds, go by, and they kill, they shoot the, um, the young boy. And, you know, and, and this takes me back to, um, you know, the Eric Garner case and all these other cases, but it takes it back to the Rodney King case, which was a very mm. historical and groundbreaking case, which is, you had it on video, you know. This was when the technology became more, um, you know, applicable to people, you know, just the average person could, you know, then we're having the, the, the cameras and camcorders and things. And it was mm-hmm. done by a third party, neutral third party, um, what happened. You could clearly see um, they beat that man into a, into his life. Um, and they didn't, so, I mean, they got off, um, and, you know, then the riots and everything resulted. But that case was so, 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 so groundbreaking. And so even now in this time where the technology is really out there and everybody has a camera 24-7 on their phone, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, social media, the net, all of that, but it's still what? It doesn't matter. You can have videos after yin-yang. They will tell you that what you see in the video you didn't really see. <laughs> I, I don't know what more would it take for black people to understand that we are at war, we are being slaughtered. Um, there are all forms of different forms of genocide being used on our community. What more do you need to see? You have a 12-year-old boy playing with a toy gun. They didn't even, and they claimed that the the report uh, said that he was a 20-year-old, looked like a 20-year-old black man. Hmm. Y'all see that voice, <laughs> Yeah, that, that's funny. 20-year-old black man with a toy gun. Y'all seen that voice, and, oh, and y'all know oh, that boys oh, mature. Oh, you know, fours and girls. He looks right. like a twelve-year-old boy. Come on. <laughs> yep. Yep. What? Two seconds after they got out of the car, he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> after they up. So, yeah. And it's justifiable, you know, because the propaganda has been pushed so much. The rhetoric has been pushed so much against black people against specifically black young men, that all black young men are criminals. All black young men are a threat to any white person. All black young young um, men will kill police and kill whoever. You know what I'm saying? So this has been pumped into the media and said for so long that they can justify anything that they do because the propaganda has already been out there forever. People already have that that assumption and that thought process that he was going to do something, that he is a threat. I watched a video of a white boy, a white teenage boy in a car, eluding the police, hit the police car, ran up on the police, all of this stuff. You think they shot him? You think he was shot? They hmm. pulled the gun, the, the police pulled the gun, their guns out running up, they still never shot him. 
he's in a vehicle about to run them over. You know? All right. And, and yeah. this, you know, so. Oh, don't stop, Renee. Go ahead. Go ahead. You good. Oh, okay. It's just, you know, and, and so you can see incidents like that. You can see the, the video where the police pull over the white man. Um, they gave him the ticket. The man screams. I mean, goes off on the police officer, takes the ticket, tears it up, throw it in the police officer's face, and dry, and what did the police officer say? Have a nice day. When did the police? When did the police start becoming officers? That is my question. When did they start becoming officers? An officer is a term that you use in the military. Uh, when did they start becoming officer? Thank you, officer, for my ticket. Thank you, officer. Thank you, officer. Am I free to go, officer? And that was just one of my little comments there because it's ridiculous. You want to know when I when I get pulled over? I'm a Caucasian male. I'm 24 years old. When I get pulled over, I I have my concealed carry license. I put both mm-hmm. of my hands on the steering wheel and say, I have a gun on me. And guess what? Mm-hmm. I never get a ticket for anything because mm-hmm. once that officer. They were never called officers before. I talked to my dad. I talked to my grandpa. Mm-hmm. You just called them by name. That's how you knew it. In small towns and communities, they were called by name. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, John. Hey, Bill. How you doing? Yeah. But mm-hmm. the minute that I'm concealed carrying and I have a gun on me, they, they always let me go. Because the fact that they have a gun on them makes them a officer. And you want to know people in World War One, people in World War Two, only the officers carried handguns on them. True fact. Mm-hmm. Look it up. So now, when when you have a gun on your hip, okay, I'm a male. I mean, you have a little bit of extra power having having concealed carrying license and having uh, it's a Second Amendment right that shall mm-hmm. not be infringed by having a gun on you. But once you have that gun on you. They start to turn into just a regular person. Just a regular person. Um, sorry, I was going four miles over the speed limit. Um, by the way, I, I can still carry. Oh, that's okay. Here's a warning. Every single time. I'd like to do I'm, I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to answer something really quick, but you made great points. So do they ask you for your permit? Absolutely not. I, I just tell them, I tell them, I put both my hands, 10 and 2, on the steering wheel that I'm not reaching for something. But once I tell them, hey, I'm concealed carrying, they just say, okay, wow. bye-bye. It's wow. just, they've, they've become an officer. They are above you because they are an officer. But no, they're not. The thing is, they're not above you. They're, they are working for you right? with the tax dollars you pay into your city or county. They are working for you to protect and serve. They're not right. little revenue drivers that go out, ticket people, put it back into the state or the city that you pay your taxes to pay for. That, 
They are everyday citizens there to protect and serve you. Mm-hmm. That's all they are. All they are. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you look at there's there's so much money that goes into a civil state, even the entire country that just are by people being ticketing for driving. Well, sorry, I didn't stop for three seconds at a stop sign. Sorry. Well, here's a hundred eighty dollar ticket. Try not to do it again. Are you kidding me? So wow. not only not only do you pay your taxes to fund the police department, those police officers, uh, there it is, officer, not an officer. Those men are put in there for revenue drivers of the yes. city. That's and then mm-hmm. they tax you again. Okay, we paid you. We put clothes on your back. We put those fancy new police cars in your department. And now we're just going to come out and ticket you even more. That's what they do. And I Mm -hmm. kind of want to digress a little bit back into the Bill Cosby thing. This is going to go down as a feminist movement. Did you see Mm -hmm. the lawyer or the attorney for those women that filed injunctions against him? That that lawyer looks Mm -hmm. like a girl who has a husband sitting on a chair watching football 24-7 days a week. That that girl is a complete feminist. She even looks like it. I turned on the TV. I saw her, what she was speaking. What she was speaking. I looked at her. I go, oh, my gosh, I feel bad for that husband, whoever he is. It's, it's going to go down as a feminist movement against the man. That's all it is. And how, how do you yes. file... How do you file a criminal report 12 years after it happened? Right. Right. I, I maybe maybe 12 years after it happened. 12 years. So <laughs> I I just I I don't get it. How, it's insanity. It's mental illness and I will put out on air live sisters with me right now. I will put out right now this is going to go down as a feminist movement. How do you, how I agree do with you that, criminally indict somebody 12 years down the road? Are you kidding me? I agree 12 with years that. Ago, I was 13. But I think that, you know, the racial element cannot be removed from that. Because that's the overwhelming oh, okay. message is to be a successful black man, which I don't understand why they still mess with these white women. But to be a successful black man who tries to do something um, for your people. Bill Cosby and his wife have, have the largest scholarship in American history. They have promoted um, HBCU. They've spent over $100 million, excuse me, in um, scholarships, mainly to historically black colleges and universities. Um, they have the largest held um, African-American art. Um, collection, um, period. Um, they, the man is almost. They say he's he's on the edge, verge of being a million, a, excuse me, a billionaire. And so um, he was trying to use his money um, to do something he felt would be productive for the black community. That's what a lot of that is. I do agree with the feminist element absolutely, but the racial element cannot be removed from the situation. Oh, it's it's a multi-sided card, multi-sided coin. There's mm-hmm. racial 
feminine. It's it's all over. And you know what? If he's found guilty, I hope people get pissed off. I really do. He I will hope be. people get so pissed off. How I'm pissed off, and the trial hasn't even gotten the verdict yet. I'm pissed off. If he lives through the trial, he will be convicted. I'm just saying. Oh, like judge. Oh my gosh. He'll be convicted. For them to take it this far after, like you said, 12 years, and then all those other allegations, they've already see they've already tarnished his image in in as far as public opinion. Oh yeah, so that's they one of the ways that civil suit. They lost the right. civil suit against him. So but they're, this they're is one of the ways criminal charge. I just oh, this is one of the ways that white back, supremacy. It goes back to what I said. It goes back to what I said earlier that people that come up with all these accusations need to be indicted on criminal charges for slander, yes. raising false alarms. They need to be because otherwise there's no limits to what they're going to do. <clears throat> no limits. Right. If they're not, if they're not. I'll call it spanked, and once again, I'm sorry if that's not politically correct. If they're not spanked for what they do, they're going to keep doing it to prove themselves right. It's mental illness. They need to have some sort of repercussion of what they're doing. They already lost a civil suit to him, so we're going to go criminally against him. Leave the guy alone, man. But this is one of the ways that racism and white supremacy works is when it comes to propaganda and the media and all of that. See, they don't have to prove anything is true because as long as they put it in the media and they color it a certain way, people are going to assume that it's true. And it could be false as the day is long, but it doesn't matter because it's already out there. And he's already been convicted by the media. He's already been Absolutely. convicted. They ruined by his name. That's why, so that's the why these people, these people that are slandering his name, need to be indicted on charges and say, "Hey, okay, Bill Cosby's got a million dollar bond. If you're proven wrong, you give Bill Cosby a million dollars. That's mm-hmm. what he. I, I guarantee you, all of them are gonna back off because twelve years down the road, the American economy was pretty." Pretty pretty good compared to what it is today. So what these women are trying to do is they are trying to get money from Absolutely. Bill Cosby. That, that's all. That's all they're trying to do. They're trying to get money from Bill Absolutely. Cosby and the name that he has put itself in the enterprise he has started. So they're trying to get money from him because they're probably poor, poor women, and that that's their last resort. We want money from him. There needs to how be an injunction. Are, Go ahead. How are all these women, how are all these women over all these years meeting with this man alone <laughs> that they know is married, okay? And most of them went back several times. How does exactly. that happen? And you're drugged and you raped and you, all of this stuff, sexually assaulted. How does that happen? Well, they probably have daddy issues. And they want – I'm sorry if that's not politically correct, everybody, but they probably have daddy issues, and they look at Bill Cosby as somebody who's a caring, compassionate guy, and that's what the mainstream media put out in his image. And truly, I believe he is that type of guy. I think he's a, he's a good, humble man. But these women come out, they they lose money, and now they 
indict him on charges. It's horrible. It's just all, all Now, together. what he said, though, was he gave the women the drug of their choice. I absolutely believe he was into some freaky stuff, and he wants the woman to be whatever, but these women consented. This woman, that this, she consented to take pills that this man gave her. Why? I don't Who know. What's, that? what's Bill Cosby's age? What's Bill Cosby's age? Um, I don't know. Can you guys tell me? Is he in his 70s? 78 years old. Yeah, he's 78 years old. 78, okay. 78. So you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, 78 years old. Uh, even, even if these are charges that are 12 years back, okay, you're telling me when you're – when you're a woman, you can't push off a guy who's six or sixty six years old. Are right. you kidding me? <laughs> Are you, it's just it's right. It's complete mental insanity. I, I'm right. sorry. My grandpa's sixty eight years old and he looks like he can't even move. He sits in his chair all day. <laughs> how do you? How do you? How how, how can't you say no to a blue? I I don't get it. If he's yeah. if he's criminally yeah. indicted, if he's convicted, it's just well. See here's oh man. I I I guess I I've, I've said what I'm saying about Bill. But here's my issue with this whole thing. Now they're bringing Camille into it. You know, forcing her uh-huh. to to testify um, next Wednesday. In fact, which means mm. you know, now and, and here's the issue. You know, she's right. She can't testify as his wife. But being that she's his business manager, they're forced uh, under that oh title. Boy. Now, you know, now if, if that's not embarrassing, I don't know what else is. You know, I mean, you can't get any lower than that. <laughs> you know? Wow. So, and you, I didn't you know, know that. They, they, already, yeah. they already bastardized him all over social media. I pull up my phone in the morning, check the news. I see there's a big shot of Bill Cosby, his mug shot. He just looks mm-hmm. horrible. And he then, does. Okay, he he does. He's got a cloudy eye. He, obviously, he doesn't have. He doesn't know he's legally but, blind. On top of all that, he's legally blind. Uh, well, there you go. Hey, what color is this pill? I don't know. Take it. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds real good. Yeah, I know, right? right? <laughs> you know, he's doing the Morpheus thing. Here's your choice. You can take the red one and feel real good, or take the blue one and feel even better. Your choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. But to bring Camille and make Camille have to sit there and answer questions is just, you know, that that's the ultimate right there. I think they 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 have really gone too far. And I hope his attorney and I really like her because she she seems to be handling business. She's going back. Mm-hmm. She's going after him. You know, she's not sitting back mm-hmm. and, and taking it anymore. She's filing suit against all of them basically. I know, know. that's right. Absolutely so, good for her. Yeah. So you know, it, it's a good thing. You know, hey. what a dirty dog! They gonna sit up and try to use his wife. <laughs> yeah, her being his wife should trump all of that. That should trump a business partner or whatever. That's his wife, and you well, can't okay. testify against your spouse. You know, Renee. husband or wife. So that should Renee. trump everything. No, Renee. No, I, I, I've got it right here somewhere because I, I highlighted what the judge told her when she brought up wow. these, these these points here. I have it somewhere. Where is it? And it's, it's a, yeah. it's a female judge, too. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What, who's the jury? Uh, All female, too? Well, 
you know, I, I just, nah, that's that's interesting. Here it is. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I thank you for having me on this radio program. I might have got a little fired up here. I, I'm sorry if I offended anybody. I actually I'm not sorry, but I don't think you offended well. You know, yes. okay, they'll be all right. <laughs> you ain't offend me, so that's all that matters, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So here it is, Renee. Camille was subpoenaed in early December as part of a defamation lawsuit that was brought against her husband by Tamara Green, Teresa Signes, Linda Trace, Louisa Morez, Barbara Bowman, Joan Tarzes, and Angela Leslie. Um, they accused Cosby of sexually assaulting them between 1969 and 1992. And, uh, yeah, Cosby's statements denying the accusations were false and defamatory. So, um she uh, Camille argued that by law she shouldn't have to testify against her spouse and be subjected to questions regarding his sexual proclivities. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is what the judge said. Ms. Cosby's dual role as defendant's wife and business manager rendered it at least plausible that Ms. Cosby is in possession of information that is relevant to any party's claim or defense and proportional mm-hmm. to the needs of the case. Now, that's that. That is exactly what the judge said. <laughs> yeah. My, my question is, how is how are charges, not charges, but why are they bringing up past events from a civil suit against him? Again, he was already proven innocent in the civil suit. Why are they bringing a civil suit against him? I I don't get it. Well, because it was dying down. It was quieting down, and mm-hmm. and they had to get it back out there again. Thus, the the, the the case they just charged them with, you know, as I said before, it the, the statute of limitation expired this month, this year. So they had to do, the, you know, so in order to continue wow. in the media, they had to do something. Why not charge them in December, the last week of December? Yep. So you need the right statute of limitation, year. right? Make his wife testify the first week of January, and we we got all the publicity we need again. Mm. Again, I can't I can't wait till uh, well I should I say this sarcastically, but I can't wait till they just start charging people on Facebook and you click like to vote your vote that he's guilty or left saying he's not guilty. Thumbs up. Mm. The Romans did it. I think that's coming in the future. It's not going to be in my lifetime, but hey, yeah, Romans did it, and that's a very. I, I, I didn't mean to stretch your brains there, but no, you didn't stretch mine at all. I'm sure you didn't stretch Renee's. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could, it could be very, very, very in the future. It could happen. I mean, that's basically what they're doing right now. You put somebody. Yeah, that's on what TV. I was just saying. It's already happening. Mm-hmm. You put somebody on TV with a mugshot, a guy hasn't shaved, and he's got a crooked yep. eye, and he, he's 78, <laughs> 78 years old. Wait, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, you put you put Justin Bieber on a mugshot with a nice smile, great hair, nice-looking teeth, who's 20, mm-hmm. 21 years old, and then, hey, everybody loves him. Mm. They, they are criminally indicting people. And changing their image through the American public stri- strictly by the media presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
but it's, it's you know what, and, and when you when you put it like that, if the question is, is that really the media's fault or is that just the sheeple's fault for falling for the for the propaganda that's put out there on a daily basis? It's the sheeple's, it's the sheeple's fault, well, and the people that are running the media want to collect their paycheck every day, so they do what they're told. Hmm. Yeah. Well, ah, yes. I guess that 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 makes a little sense too. <laughs> I guess that's why it was known is still in Russia, right? <laughs> anyway, right. Well, he was smart. He got out of there. He got out of here. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, got, he, was smart. he he realizes that America is in a state of confusion, mental insanity. I mean, you look at what Americans take. They are taking old, or under the counter, not a pharmacy drug. Okay. Most of the people are on some sort of pharmaceutical drug. They're called mm-hmm. drugs. It used to be called the drugstore. Right? Yep. Do you remember that? It used That's to be right. called the drugstore. Yep. Not anymore. Not anymore. You have your Walgreens, your Rite Aid. Not a drugstore anymore. These people are taking drugs. Drugs. That's, mm-hmm. It's simple. It's so simple. They are taking drugs. You look at Zoloft, Prozac, antidepressants. Mm. More people die of suicide, and you look at the ingredients of these drugs and what they actually say. Well, the side effect is suicide. You ever turn on the TV and you see a drug commercial come on, whether it's Zoloft or I don't even know the new one anymore. Yeah, but and you the look at and yeah, the side effects are worse than what you supposed right, to be right. supposed to be wrong with you. Yeah, <laughs> easy bruising, right. blood and urine, and then yeah. all all you see on the TV is the sunshine and some happy life. Yeah, it, it's horrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But hey, that's progress, right? They'll, they'll tell you that's progress. Yeah, right. Anyway, all right, y'all. You know what time it is. I got to get up out of here. But it's been fun. But I always let you get your last word in before I go. Y'all know I'm doing it. I'm not going to stop in 2016. So we're going to go with start with James. James, your last word, sir. Happy New Year. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. Thank you, sir. And you have a great one. All right. Enjoy your weekend. All right, Renee, you are. All right. Um. Happy New Year to everybody. Um, thank you, Mr. Talk. Um, good dialogue. Um, and we're going to do it bigger and better this year, all of us. And that's, that's it. Right. Thank you. That's right. All right. Thank you. You have a good one. Yum, yum, yum. All right, Cloud, where you at? <laughs> oh, man, I'm here, man. Uh, good good dialogue. Uh, hopefully we could, we could touch on some of the uh, – a variety of things Monday, and I definitely want hope, hoping we can we can discuss that uh, that article a little bit because I kind of want to reflect on 2015 and, and talk about what we what we should have learned from 2015 and what we can do about that in 2016 uh, because um, there you know there's that there's a, what some people call the illusion of progress and. Um, Economics, you know, we haven't been talking about economic empowerment enough. I'm not talking about it on the show. I'm talking about on uh, just on a from a political standpoint. When you when you see what's happening in the different movements, 
we need to be we need to really encourage that economic component um in twenty sixteen. But that's pretty much it. Happy New Year to everybody. <laughs> Good show. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, keep keep up with that. Yeah, you know what's going on you probably won't have to go eventually with our kids for real. All right, well, thanks. Appreciate it as always. All right, y'all, it's been fun, man. I, I've enjoyed the first day of the new year. That's right, man. Way to start it out. Way to start it out. Um, man, what else is there to say? Happy New Year. Enjoy your weekend. Um, we'll be back Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time with new lead-in song. And no telling what else. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go and do a little reading and research on the weekend. We may touch a little bit more on this deposition with, with Mr. Cosby and uh, uh, whatever else happens. Y'all, y'all know how it works on Monday, man. It, it, whatever flows flows. Um, but it's been fun. I want to thank Renee, James, uh, Ed, of course my co-host without a doubt. Um, the boo one in that room, the guests that were in the chat room, and everybody else that be listening later on the archives, thank you for stopping by. It's been fun. Enjoy your weekend. Hey, if you made a resolution, make sure you made one that you can keep, okay? Make one that you can keep. Don't be making none that you know you're not going to keep. Do something that you know you really, really going to do. All right? Here's one. Read more. Do not like to read. All right? So, if you're one of those that might pick up books every now and then, just pick one up every now and then. Read a little something. You may actually start liking it. It's a nice way to relax, that's for sure. All right, so remember, um, <laughs> keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, man, everything else is just crazy. It's crazy, that's for sure. All right, I got to get up out of here in Georgia. I'm take y'all out here. It's going down for real. Y'all know the deal. Talk to y'all Monday. Have a good one. I'm out. I know who you came to see. You a freak, then you come in home with me. There's a girl trying to find a free dream. Love the dance floor, but we in VIP. It's going down for real. Hold up, wait. There's something I gotta say. I'm just so much more flyer than your average G6 airplane. Like, oh, no, here we go. I go by the name of Zach Kilo. All the girls to the dance floor, five drill her ass. She start dropping roll. Kick game, dope, no scuff of sneakers. I'm getting blown like busting speakers. Kill the club, here comes a reaper. Bedroom's a banger, she jump on features. Features. They, they know my name. Yelling yay, but they don't mean cocaine. I'ma blow up, I don't mean propane. Taking shirts to the face, call it Kurt Cobain. Wow. So what's the deal? Girl, it's a thing fake. Tell me how this feel. She, she ain't Jewish, but she look at me and she tell me that it is real. And the fact that I made it, it ain't a shaka. Why you lying like your name Mufasa? We be taking shots in a Pusha vodka. Girl, shake the thing like a dang maraca. I know who you came to see. You a freak, then you come in home with me. There's a girl trying to find a free dream. Love the death of OEMV. I it's going down for real. Back your favorite rapper. Mr. Wait to Jabba. Mr. Drop his songs like I am tempered them to shatter. Your raps are just too corny like you grew up in Nebraska. Don't me lay on your stomach when I say you need to back up. Yeah, I run this game while I'm chilling with my boy. You, you can find us token. I ain't talking about no coin. Yes, of course I'm nuts and I'm not talking about my groin. And if you want beef, I go and spit a tenderloin. Well, I'm so high that I flow. I'm rising like the smoke. I think I need a chaser. I'm so hot they burn my throat. Yeah, so here the F I go. 
is something you should know. Reduce your speed rapping with me. You're in a schooling zone. I know who you came to see. You freak, then you come out with me. There's a girl trying to find a free drink. Love the dance, but we in VIP. It's going down for real. That Kilo, baby. Audio Box Studios. 2015 is going to be my year. Look out for me. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.